731 for March 2022. And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. Alright, we're getting into spider history. I'm releasing this the last day of March, so it technically counts. So I hope you enjoy it. And thank you to the people that helped made it possible for you to listen to. They logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace, and they helped me pay the bills. They also get some nice perks, like their name read in front of each episode, and also in front of the video streams, and they get... Uh, perks of stickers and t-shirts and also coffee mugs all crawl space stuff that's really kind of cool that you guys can get so again thank you to goes out to gene ghost spider 2018 jr robert scott vinkman beautiful vosh adam austin brian david frazetta hulk frederick james john p josh kelly laura noah p o force 33 ryan sarah scott f Scott M, Will, hashtag something good for you. Dalla, AJ, Andrew, Anthony, Craig, Dow, Detboy, Donnie, Avenji, Jeffrey, Hafskimo. I'm going to skip this one. I love that name. Uh, Ira, Jay, JB, Jared, John M, Curtis, Matthew, Mitzi86, N7 Stormtrooper, Nick, we also have Patrick and Ryan and Sailor Sega, Steven, Stuart, Symbiobro, and Toby Z. Again, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace, help support the podcast, the website, and also get some cool swag and early and exclusive podcasts. All right, on to spider history with my main man, JR. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our first Spider History of 2022. You can't do Spider History without the man, the myth, the legend, that is JR. What's going on? Welcome. Your fans have demanded you, sir. Hello. How does this thing work? You you talking to it. It's not well, that hard. <laughs> I haven't been, I haven't done this in so long. I've kind of forgotten how it works. Like, do I just like look into this and like it? It records me some like some like kind of uh, magic yeah. device. Wow! We go through the internet. We talk to the fans around the world. They listen. They sit around the virtual campfire to hear Grandpa Jr. <laughs> tell the stories of Spider-Man from his sixty-year uh, history. Well, I uh, in the. Um in the words of the immortal William Shatner, uh, wow. for those of you who sit around the campfire and await me telling stories or whatever, get a life, will you, people? Uh, these people. Uh, Milo has missed this so much. Uh, Sarah says, welcome back. And Brad, I love the shirt. Well, thank you. Got it from Coles. It's the Spider-Man 60s uh, facepalm shirt. But, you know, you could do spider history with just JR. But why not have George with us? George, oh, surprise, no. Jr. Oh <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I thought you had walked away from this our little tribe and were never coming back. I bring him back in. Okay, well, okay. Now, number one, I, I never said I quit the show. Here, you're, I never you're, said your I, mic is on your webcam. Get it on your headset. Oh, oh, yep. I thought I had it. There. Hang on. It, you'll sound much better once you change the setting. It's been so long since George was here too. 
I, I've got it on here. It's showing as using my headset. Oh, there it goes. There it goes. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, you just improved about 50%. Very good. Huh. No, I, I never quit, like, all things crawl space or anything. I just stopped reading the books. Oh. I, I mean, I, the, huh? the way you went off in, in, in this tirade, this massive tirade that you had, you know, that you had given up on Marvel and had given up on life. and He's uh, <laughs> not given up on life. Come on. <laughs> oh, well, okay. oh, comic books I, I, are not life. Okay, now, wait. I, I, now, in fairness, you say giving up uh, or lost faith in Marvel or, or whatever. That, that happened decades ago. <laughs> and for, you know if we're talking uh you know turkey here but uh but no uh i i told brad uh when i quit you know because obviously I would, i'm not going to be on the review show because i'm yeah. not reading the damn thing why would i be on the review show uh -huh. but i mean there's still you know stuff i can come back for like like news or or this or yeah or things like that so audience jr had no idea george was going to be on no and no so, and i'm so delighted because now i can sh i can hike i can mask my lack of preparation you know because george will come in and save me when the conversation drags <laughs> i'm so delighted because starting at 8 p.m is going to be a, a crap ton of uh, marvel team up or yeah. as we like to call it suck it suck JR. it jr yeah, well, you know, I wouldn't, call, I wouldn't call it a crap ton, but uh, we do have a very in, well, actually, a month from now, you know, but we've uh, got a very interesting uh, Marvel team up story, which actually is kind of the yeah. one of the most, I think, in my opinion, one of the most memorable and weirder ones, and, and somewhat enjoyable. Uh, yeah, no doubt. We have Ace, Ace versus Knight yeah. says, "I love George so much. Love Jr. Brad's fine." Uh, <laughs> Don't don't say things like that. He's gonna get a swollen head. Oh my gosh, uh, Mr. Comics, what's up? Uh, I have big news. I completed my ASM run from number one to current. Congratulations, sir! Well, wow, awesome. I mean, like, how many mortgages did you take out of your house to do that? Holy oh, man. moly! Or are you just talking about like buying the True Believers editions? No, no, you know? Mr. Comics, go all or nothing on that. So, oh. Flo, hello, Brad and Jr. Hi. Hey. Uh, Trayvon, hello, Bruce. What's going on? Oh, hey, Bruce. Is Jr. about to toast a marshmallow? I don't know what the, the marshmallow. He's making a Star Trek. Oh, 5 Star reference. Trek Five. Yeah, you're. You know, we were talking about campfires and things like that. So, uh, hey. Mister <laughs> Comics was thinking we were putting Jr. out to pasture. It's been so long. No, no, Jr. can still breed with the cattle. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, no, no. Well, I think Jared's little pass is primed to be put out for stud. Yeah, well, <laughs> all right. Not only that, but uh, once you actually have some of those, once you actually uh, create some cattle of your own, you realize, holy cow, I ain't doing that again because, you know, not our, because <laughs> uh, I bred my first one 27 years ago and, uh, you know, I'm still, you know, still driving to uh, jump uh, or get battery car batteries to start and yep. dig out, uh, digger out of the snow and things like that. It's, this is this is coming for you, Douglas. No nah, matter what, not not no that, matter uh, what, they are always your kids, and you don't yeah. just just because they, when they turn eighteen, you can't forget their names. Not that uh, I don't love uh, talking about Jr. Breeding, but, um, <laughs> but I did have a question for Jr. Uh oh. <laughs> Uh, are you going to watch that new um, uh, Strange New World show? That new Fuck Star Trek no. show? Oh, oh, hey, 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 hey. I, oh, I, 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 guess, I, I guess that's kind of on me. I started talking Star Trek. He, he did. He started, he started blasphemy Star Trek. I, uh, I three months and drops an F-bomb. I, I, think, I think I'm going to try it out. I think it looks good. 
Um, I think I'm going to try it out. I don't know how long I'll stick with it because I, the moment I see those trash Klingons or the moment they try to have any kind of crossover with all the other crap, as Javi pointed out to me the other day, he was like, yeah, but it's different time frames. I was like, that has never stopped Star Trek before, yeah. dude. Not this ever. Is, first of all, this is Kurtzman. I mean, this is Alex Kurtzman. And, and yeah. to, be, to be honest, I won't watch it because I don't get Paramount Plus. I mean, it, you know, if it wasn't if it wasn't for my wife, I wouldn't buy any it, of this stuff. It, I wouldn't buy any of this streaming. I wouldn't have cable. I don't believe in paying for programming. I don't believe in paying for TV. I want to go back to the days where there were three networks, PBS, and I was my father's remote. Get up there, boy, and change the channel. It, that, it, those were the good old days. They are so cheap you won't and pay we, for anything unless it we, comes those were the days through an antenna. All right, Milo, thank not, you for the super chat. I give up. Spider history I'm, I'm is done. the best I'm segment. done trying to talk. Never mind. Go ahead. I'm sorry, George. Go ahead. No, I'm done. I'm done. Just, just keep talking over me. I'll just sit here and be quiet. Bruce says George is the mystery guest. Yay! We need Friday night fights back. Is what Milo says. Why, why would you? Why would you indulge Kurtzman Trek anyway, uh, George? Why? I, I, I just said I'll give it a try, I, and that I don't think I'll probably stick with it long because it is Kurtzman and it is uh, current Paramount on CBS. And thank you for asking me about my opinions, Jr. Not just talking over me and going on. Well, you, you brought. I appreciate up, you, it. You, you start. You <laughs> brought up some star trek blasphemy i, 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 you know? I did i did well i'm not i'm not watching discovery i'm not watching all, the, all those other trash shows <sighs> I, I i'm just i'm 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 a little curious about this i think i'll give it a but paramount plus is not worth it not at all uh, the only thing i subscribe to i got like one month of watching uh the original series, Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, and Voyager, because they pulled all those off of uh, everything else. Where I Try 1883 on Paramount+. Plus. It's a great show. Oh, uh, is that all that Yellowstone crap? I don't mm-hmm. know. Yellowstone crap? Know. You w- It would be right up your alley. My, my fa- my face- half of my Facebook is uh, gals that I know posting uh, gifts you, or memes you, of that one chick. You would like Yellowstone, and you would like 1883. You don't even know have to know anything about Yellowstone. No, I'm sure. I, I'm sure I might like 1880. I think it has Sam Elliott in it. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah it, see, it, I, I like it's Sam about Elliott. the pioneers going west. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I came. Yeah. I, I saw her in the news where he had a he had a big rant recently, he and I did. was like, wow. All right, you know, <laughs> Sam, Sam yeah, Elliott he, versus he, Doctor Strange. Yeah, he, yeah. He, <laughs> he he had a rant worthy of an old man. I tell you, I yeah, was, I, I was really proud. I did of him. not expect to see it. I was like, oh, okay. All wow. right, let's get into what books we're talking about. Jr., we've got. We're starting off with uh amazing spider-man 274 a secret wars 2 tie-in huh oh yeah yeah Yeah. what a classic with how many floating heads of guilt drawn by john uh, john romita jr and is that friends on the no i don't see courtney cox there anywhere no friends ron larry Larry lieber and john romita senior on the cover beautiful the the hearing goes with the age too we know but not the breeding okay let's keep going (laughs) tell me what happened this is not where the beyonder teaches them to pee it's where mephisto (laughs) and the beyonder are going up against each other brad i think that was the other way around i think if uh I think uh, Peter Parker had learned how to pee uh, after, you know, probably around two or three. Um, <laughs> it was it was the other. And actually, it wasn't really the Beyonder. It was, uh, as you can tell on this, the, the, the cover here, the back, the back page, it was yeah. Burke Convy. Uh, yes. So. Yes. Burke Convy, yeah. Yes, I made a reference to that this week in the Discord. And I don't think anyone got that because I, I, I think I, the only people that would get that are on this podcast right I now. I love Burt Convy. I loved him on Password, and I love Burt Convy on Win, Lose, or Draw. And uh, I don't 
I don't think that it was uh, the Beyond. I don't think it, that the uh, Spider-Man taught the Beyonder how to pee. I, th- I think he taught him how to poop. To be honest, Ooh. well, you because, know, let's, let's spend the next half hour debating this because that's a pretty good question. It was because of the way he described it. I, I, oh, for me, I, I always thought, oh, yeah, I thought poop. it was peeing, but and enough. Probably had, had to teach him how to poop. I <laughs> okay. well, was the burn, was, was, the was it a burning sensation though? Because if it was a burning sensation, it was probably I, pee. I think if it was. I think he described it as a gentle pressure, so it may have been a colonoscopy. Ah, do you know who should draw a burning sensation? John Byrne. Okay, go ahead. Uh, you should go ahead. Uh, I regret coming back now. Three, three, <laughs> three, three months in, a, in, in isolation for this, and we come back and, you know, you would have, George, you would have thought that Brad's jokes would have improved over time, don't you? No. Um, okay. All right. No. Well, anyway, 74, take you through it. What two number 74. I mean, one, I mean, we got the floating heads of guilt right yeah. on the cover. Oh, and then of course we got a, a, a nice, you know, picture. You can even frame it of, of Mephisto and, and Burt Convy. And, um, <laughs> you know, by boys, way, and fella, gr- by the way, fellas, did you know the Beyonders coming back? It was just announced. He's going to be in the new defenders suit, uh, defenders, mini coming up by Al Ewing. And he's in the, he's got the Burt Convy going on. It was just announced this week. The Beyonder is back. I'm, I'm stoked. No one else's. Okay. Floating heads oh of guilt. <laughs> you know, well, you know, of course, since this is a secret wars two tie in, yeah, yeah. uh, you know, that it probably has to have about the same month, same amount of artistic integrity as the original secret wars. Um, in fact, oh, no. we won't even call it secret wars. We'll call it what it was big ass toy commercial. Um, so, you know, yeah. So, you know, of course you realize, of course, you know, that, uh, you know, we had to, uh, you know, when they were going to like do a redux, you know, and, and here's the thing. I don't know how you people can defend secret wars. Secret Wars started this secret, secret Wars started the secret wars to, Multi-universe, multi-comics, multi-title. Okay, no, hey, old man, you got 40 wait, minutes. Whoa, whoa, Go. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. All right. See, so, yeah, Secret Wars was the big, the, the first big company-wide crossover. It was. Yeah. But it, number one, it was contained. You had tie-in issues that you didn't have to, you didn't have to get if you didn't want to. You weren't going to miss anything if you didn't pick up one of the tie-in issues. Unless, like, like obviously, if you're your Spider-Man fan, you're going to pick up the Spider-Man tie-ins. Mm-hmm. But what do you care about, like, other stuff that you're not reading? You're not going to go and pick up those because you don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, they didn't put out a checklist. Oh, hey, here's the two. There's the 120 issues you have to get this summer. Uh, you know, the story, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't like that, dude. It was, it, it was a lot more contained than it is today. All you had to know was on the top right corner, if it's in Secret Wars 2, it tied in. And and ten year old Brad in 1985 looked for every one of them and picked uh, up issues like Micronauts, Rom, Dazzler, I Power Man and Iron Fist books I'd never picked up all because I wanted to see Burt Convy, <laughs> the Bee Hunter. <laughs> you know Jr. You, you, okay, okay. So your analogy, all right. I'm going to show you how wrong this is, all right. Uh, because uh, and I'm going to point to uh, I'm going to point to the to the. Uh, uh, the Chinese of, of, of the medieval of the medieval ages. All right. Uh, they gave us many advancements. They gave us uh, we, we learned a lot about anatomy from the Chinese because they they did some very detailed work in anatomy. Uh, they also gave us gunpowder and fireworks mm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. That's like blaming uh, the assassination of Abraham Lincoln on the ancient Chinese, Jr. Mm. 
I don't think so. They also gave us Mao Zedong and Xi Jinping and uh, the probably upcoming invasion this of is, Taiwan this and is, the crushing this is, of Hong Kong. This is Kong. why I said the ancient Chinese, Jr. Not the not the not the anyway, current CCP. Anyway, yeah, the reason were, we're doing this issue is because it came out in March 1986. Oh, so, well, Jr., take me through this issue. You've well, got Gary now the frozen. Yes, that is Gene DeWolf. Uh, yes. Matt, the love-hate relationship? No, with Secret Wars, no. It's just the hate relationship. <laughs> so anyway. Um, okay, well, anyway, the story starts with Puma because, of course, yeah. you know, Puma, you know, uh, was in a previous issue of Spectacular Spider-Man where he took on the Beyonder because, you know, he, the some sort of Native American prophecy said that Beyonder, he from Beyond was going to destroy the universe, blah, 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 blah. So the Beyonder, you know, because he uh, uh, goes to see his uncle on the reservation, you know, because his uncle is like a, a shaman or something or other or whatever, but a medicine man. Well, I can't call him medicine man because that might be culturally insensitive or something. I don't know what, but anyway, so anyway, so, so even though his uncle is a shaman and, probably has visions and things of that. Uh, for some reason, Puma seems to see, thinks it's necessary to tell him that he flew in from New York city and directly drove here on, from my private airship. It's like, what <laughs> does that matter how you got there? You know, just you're there. You know? Uh, but anyway, Puma says, well, you know, I met the beyonder he's real. Uh, and he, uh, and even the great powers of Puma, the power to grow uh, ungodly amount of body hair and the amount of identity the ability to identify people by their smell. Those powers were not great enough uh, to take on he who beyond. And uh, I don't know what we're going to do. And, and the uncle said, well, we'll just have to, uh, sit, we'll just have to wait for the champion of life to take him on. Well, who, whoever that is, I don't know if that's uh, uh, if that comes up or is that, or if, if, or if it was that in some kind of other issue, I would have had to buy, you know, to understand, which I never did. And I wouldn't. So, so anyway, so we go to Burke, Burke Convy here, just kind of hanging around the universe, yeah, there you know, goes. and it's like, Oh, what am I going to do? You know, am I going to snuff the universe out? You know, am I going to, am I going to uh, create a new one or am I just going to sit here and let a big fat interstellar sulfur bomb that'll be smelled <laughs> the, the milky way, you know, through the universe. Well, so just, just, you know, while his, uh, interlude is being interrupted here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. His, I'm sure his uncle's impressed. Um, this is, uh, what Mephisto, what Mephisto is doing here is a, a very, uh, it's sort of like a warm up for what he would be doing during, uh, the infinity wars. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> oh, Mephisto. With Thanos. Oh, he did. Well, I didn't read any of that crap either. Uh, but that is, but that's one reason why I uh, picked this month is because Mephisto is becoming the most important character in the Spider-Man universe. But uh, we'll get mm. to that later. So anyway, while the Beyonder is here contemplating whether or not to uh, unleash a large gaseous anomaly, uh, you know, this alien race uh, is going to destroy him because he's, uh, you know, he's really bad. He's bad. They're going to use the Galactic Eradicator, <laughs> which, uh, you know, is probably related to some. They probably got it from the fish dude from Stalker from the Stars, you know. Oh, wow. Deep uh, what, do you, what do you expect him to do? Load up the softball cannon? I mean, they, uh, <laughs> well, they're in space. They're aliens. They're, they're going to have uh, some fire. weapons. Dude. Yeah. As, as it turns out, though, of course, it, it, it turns out to be as effective as a softball, uh, uh, whatever it was that you just mentioned, uh, but uh, because it has no effect on the Beyonder, and of course the Beyonder, uh, being a, a egomaniac on the uh, size of Vladimir Putin, uh, you know, decides <laughs> that uh, you know he's going to eliminate them. He's going to eliminate their entire race. He's going to eliminate anybody who has any memories of him, and that includes going into the uh, the uh, multiverse. 
you know, Ooh. and eliminating everybody from there too. Well, of course, next door, he shows up with, uh, and says hello to Mephisto because Mephisto is now, like I said, one of the primary drivers of the Spider-Man universe. He ruined Peter Parker's, I mean, Peter Parker, Norman Osborn and Otto Octavius all met deals, made deals with him, all mm -hmm. altered their lives as a result of dealing with Mephisto. So, mm -hmm. you know, Marvel editorial is really on the job, of course, when they allow something like this to happen, you know, uh, it, it just, you know, absolutely having absolute, you know, it, it's like, uh, are, are they really that kind of petty uh, that they'll allow something like that to, to happen? But I guess they are. But anyway, so, the Beyonder says, I'm going to destroy the multiverse. And Mephisto says, you can't do that. We've got a movie coming out in less than two months. <laughs> you know? With Doctor Strange and everything. I mean, haven't you seen the trailers? Ooh! You know? Uh, so, anyway, but... Uh, you know, the, the Beyonder is, is one of those guys who, oh, I tried to hang out with these humans and uh, I try to understand them. And I, I try and I just I just found out that it's all worthless. This this thing called, yeah, desire, you know, uh, all is folly, you know, and therefore I'm going to destroy the universe. Um and Mephisto says, well, no, wait a minute. You can't do that. Come on. Like, let's work with me here. You know, what, what can we do here? Can we, uh, uh, what, what, what kind of little game can we play? You know, uh, that, uh, you know, chess, you know, checkers, uh, horseshoes, you know, uh, what, what, you know, monopoly, you know, what, what should we do? So, uh, does Spider-Man ever appear in this issue, Hornacek? But why are you asking that question? Marvel doesn't care. No, no. Marvel doesn't care whether or not Spider-Man appears. They just want to sell Burt Convy and Secret Wars 2 to you, unsuspecting public. Uh, Horn Hornets, like you have to realize, we're, we're 20 minutes into the thing, and we're only on page two right now. <laughs> or, I'm sorry, page page three. In fairness. so That's very true. Give it, give it, a, give it about an hour, hour and a half. We may make it through half the issue. At this break. Unlike I've, just got, I've got three months of anger building up. You guys, I mean, I've got all this anger. All only this on page two. See, see, here's the thing. Since since I since I stopped reading the book and I've been on my my vacation, right? Oh, I, I've been nothing but like uh, like harmonious and You're like I, I, I am, dude. I'm like a, I'm like an ascended monk these days. Mm. You know, and yeah. Jr's like, bah, bah. I mean, like Jr's even angrier somehow after going three months without doing. Anything. Oh my gosh, I don't know. Maybe I get, need to go to Canoonland and learn something. You know, unlike minute, Marvel though, comics, I, I, can't, I can't go because I'm not Asian. But anyway, maybe you, maybe sure. you need to go in and get uh, get like a like a cleanse or some kind of uh, you know colonic. I mean, oh, man, the, the last time I had a cleanse. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. We're good. I, we're I good. had to go to the drugstore and buy those. What do they call them? Fleet? Uh, you know, you, you're, you've had, you're probably familiar with those, right? But uh, whatever. Anyway. All right. What? Uh, so then you have kids. Ghost sometimes Rider, they don't right? always. What? Ghost Rider comes up. Zero. No, no, no. I mean, Ghost Rider. That's Zanatheros or whatever. Zanatheros. Sorry. Isn't that who, what demon's that? Isn't that Ghost Rider something? Yeah, it's, I mean, literally, he says Zarathos, the living spirit of vengeance. Okay, there you go. Of engines, like car engines? Uh, spirit of vengeance. Oh, vengeance. Spirit oh. of vengeance. vengeance. Oh, okay. Sorry. Ghost Rider. God almighty. <laughs> the hearing goes, too, with the age, you know. Now we're on uh, page okay. three. Go. <laughs> so they have a, they, they decide to have a wa wager, you know, uh, uh, Spider-Man, you know, the uh, Beyonder chooses Spider-Man as Mephisto's hero. And Mephisto says, oh, well, I guess I better get used to this guy. He's going to be a, I'm going to be a big part of his life. Uh, and uh, Beyonder chooses Z Z Z Z Xanadu. 
Okay, we'll just do that. So anyway, wow. so what's going to happen is if the if the if Spider Man wins this wager for Mephisto, the universe lives another twenty four hours. If uh, Xanadu wins it, um, <laughs> or, or uh, whatever, but anyway, Xanadu loses, he goes back into his crystal prison. It's it's uh, not hard. Zarathos. What is oh. it? Zarathos. Say it with me, Jr. Zarathos. It sounds like uh, it's it sounds like something uh, from the makers of Geritol for Tired Blood. Zarathos. Oh, now he'll he'll get that. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm about to say Zarathos. You know, make, uh, I was trying to think of what body part needs it, but anyway, good for the liver. All right, let's move. All on. right, all right. But anyway, so. We go to the real world where Peter Parker and everybody is visiting that worthless old coot, uh, Nathan Lipinski, who ain't worth a damn, you know, and, uh, you know, it, it, you know, it's about high time he, the vulture dropped him. Uh, so uh, anyway, so, so Peter says, oh, you know, I can't, uh, you know, I could go hang out with uh, Mary Jane and Aunt May and, 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 you know, have a little little fun here, you know, but no, I got to go web slinging for pictures and crap because I got to help pay Nathan's medical bills. And it's like, what? That's what Medicare is for, you dumb, dumb, uh, anyway, whatever. Why would he, why would he pay Nathan Lubinsky's medical bills? Nathan's he feels never been, responsible. Nathan's never been nice to him. It's Nathan true. is another one of those endless fools who criticizes Peter Parker for not being nice to his aunt, you know? Anyway, so. If I'm Peter, I walk around like, uh, you know, uh, at the at the home there where they all are and i i'm trying to like come up behind nathan and scare him maybe maybe see if you can heart attack him yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. that's true yeah hey, i'm off the hook for the bill yeah <laughs> no you're anyway, not so, <laughs> so spider nathan wants some cookies and then oh. <laughs> oh, oh. is is yeah, nathan and nathan's gonna wind up later pissing away aunt may's money on lottery tickets and yeah. uh gambling right yeah. so you know i mean he George, if he had done that, he, if he had scared Nathan into a heart attack, he would have saved Aunt May a lot of grief. Anyway, so Spider-Man, in the midst of his Spider-Manning, you know, hears about a plot to assassinate the Kingpin. What and an awkward he, angle here. Yeah, <laughs> spider, Spider's planing. Yep. <laughs> Spider-Man's planing. So. Or so Spider-Man spreading. What did <laughs> Gary in the Frozen? What did May see in Nathan? Well, obviously nothing below the waist because none of that worked. Whoa, 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 whoa. Come on, come on, come on. What? Jesus Christ! Come on. A, Three months a, you're holding up. You've dropped one f bomb. You talked to. Oh, anyway, go ahead, Spider-Man. What's not even half an hour and he's already gone blue? Yeah. JR, you got 35 minutes to get two more issues in. We're on page three. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Why, are we, why are we on a timeline? Uh, because I told everybody this is an hour show. The next one's an hour show. The next one's an hour show. He's got all it right. all set up in the YouTube. In the, in on the, the Facebook. I, social yeah, media is Facebook. prepared for oh, two more shows. Oh, oh, in other words, Brad is so well organized that all one somebody's got to do is kick one little Jenga brick from, from, from uh, his... We pause the regular programming for JR to get his thoughts together. He will come back together and we will plow through these issues much faster. In three, plow. two, one. There's JR. Welcome back, JR. Oh, look, and here, here comes an airplane flying in. And JR is taking three more seconds to get himself together. Here's another airplane. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. 
So oh. Spider-Man hears about a plot to kill the Kingpin. He says, okay. well, the Kingpin's a scumbag, but because I am so responsible, I can't let that happen. Well, this is the big thing here. This is what's going to happen. This is the big thing with Mephisto and the Beyonder is that they're going to see a Spider-Man <laughs> will let, will save the Kingpin even after being crushed by all kinds of self-doubt. So, so Xanadu shows up and says, oh, no, no, no. The Kingpin has to be punished for his crimes. And then that's when we get almost a redress of Amazing Spider-Man number 100, where people, dead people from the past start showing up. You know, first the Green Goblin shows up, you know, and he starts trying to lay a guilt trip on Peter. You know, he says things like, poor, poor Peter, can't send me back to die. Oh, wait a minute, not yet. He doesn't say that. That's Willem Dafoe. But anyway, <laughs> so... <laughs> So, you know, he says, oh, you're worthless. You really shouldn't have let me die, even though I was a worthless scumbag. Uh, you know, you're not they, really dead. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He's not. He's, He's not, not dead. Not dead. Yeah. yeah. He's dead, and I was there when it happened. I guess you were. Hey, yeah, poor Spidey. Poor Spidey doesn't have any idea what's coming. But anyway, that's for the clone saga. Well, <laughs> so then, poof, you know, uh, uh, Norman disappears, <laughs> and Mephisto is you know, trying to think how he can get out of the, you know, how he can still win this deal. Even if Spider-Man lets him down Well, Peter goes asleep and oh, gee, dead parents, you know, come into his dream, but they're not robot parents yet. They won't be robot parents for about another hundred issues. Now they're just dream parents. And of mm. course they, they try to make him feel guilty. And he says, well, I'm not supposed to be guilty over. I'm not supposed to be unreasonably guilty over you guys until like, you know, the child within storyline, you know, which Jamin and, and which Jamin, DeMatteis is going to create all kinds of, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 emotional torture over things that I shouldn't be emotionally tortured about, but that's another, another story. So anyway, so his parents make him feel guilty. And then the, uh, I think then Peter gets boils, you know, because that's a thing. Um, <laughs> and, um, then he, you know, he, he sees I've got boils and I've got to go to the hospital, but it turns out that captain Stacy is, you know, the guy driving the cab. It looks like uh, he just got his ass kicked by swarm. <laughs> Look at the that. bees just stung him. Poor all guy. Yeah. And it, it, it is, it's a shame the late Ke uh, the late uh, Kevin Cushing's not here to tell us what swarm was comprised of. But yep. uh, so anyway, so not only you know, so Captain Stacy comes in. Oh, Peter, you're so worthless. If you weren't so worthless, you would have saved me. Uh, 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 Xanadu then is laughing madly. Uh, Gwen Stacy falls from the sky and then turns into a bird. Uh, Whereas, you know, making Peter feel even more guilty. Uh, and then some costume dude shows up. Peter starts uh, beating on him. And it turns out that looking under the mask, it's really. Oh, you're way behind. See, Brad, I'm moving too fast. I'm trying. You know? I'm trying. You are See, going. You guys accuse me of being slow. Yeah. Now, now, you're, now you're. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, Brad, he kind of has to fly because you've given this only an hour. I. What am I supposed to do for three comics? More two hours? <laughs> He's got three books. <laughs> uh, okay, go ahead. All right, all right. Well, it turns out it's Uncle Ben, you know, and and, Peter, and, and Spider Man is just he can't take anymore. He can't take anymore, and he just is falling You know, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Um, it's not what he and, says. Huh? Look, look at all those. It's not what, yeah, what I, what I said together. was a lot more dramatic than what he said. Yeah, but that's not what happens. <sighs> Are you accusing me? Yes, of... I am. All right. All right. We watched well, it happen real time. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Spider-Man is just being crushed by the burden of his personal failures. But because this issue is about over, 
and uh, <laughs> you know, and it was 32 pages, no ads. I mean, it said right there on the cover, 32 pages, no ads. Um, he gets up. He decides that uh, he has to save the kingpin. Uh, he saves the kingpin from being assassinated. Zeranos uh, goes back into his uh, uh, kingdom of the crystal skull uh, and uh, Spider-Man swings off and uh, into the sunset and the Beyonder and Mephisto or I mean the Burt Convy and the and Mephisto, <laughs> you know, you know, basically said, you know, Beyonder Burt Convy says, yeah, you have 24 more hours, but uh, I may still destroy the universe. Uh, this was and he walks off, you know, to host another episode of um, boy, when what was it, that game? It wasn't a match game. Win, lose, or draw. Win, lose, or password. Well, what was the one where it was like, uh, oh, man, I don't know. He hosted so many. But anyway, the beginning of the end, don't dare miss the awesome conclusion. Secret Wars 2, uh, please don't dare miss the awesome conclusion because uh, no one else is reading this crap. It wasn't um, that awesome. I Secret liked Wars. it. I liked the issue. <laughs> if if memory serves, awful. and JR, you wouldn't know, I think this is why we have George on. At the end of Ghost Rider 81. Why, why did I come back? Why did I come back to see this again? What what happened to Zarathos at the end of Ghost Rider? Because wasn't he in hell? Uh, to be honest, I'm not sure. I'm not a big Ghost Rider reader. I just oh, know okay. that Zarathos is the spirit of vengeance. That's because we hadn't was. seen Ghost Rider in, uh, since the last issue of his ongoing series. So this is kind of a bridge in between. Well, th- neither one of you are much help. Okay. <laughs> I'm the guy that you bring on because you know that because he knows that the living mummy is at it, its name is uh, Encantu. There you go. Yeah, that's that's why. that's why you have me on. Yeah. Uh, Hornacek brings up a point I was going to make, but I was being rushed through this. Uh, where Peter <laughs> says it's Gwen, the only woman I've ever loved. All right, you know, it's like okay, in about what fourteen or so issues, a little bit more in a year, you're going to be married to some redhead. But yeah, Gwen is the only girl you've ever loved, which is a shame because Tom DeFalco, I believe, wrote this, and Tom DeFalco should have known better. And also, at this time, he'd already asked Mary Jane to marry him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but Gwen is the only girl he ever loved. Anyway, DeFalco is probably just slumming. Um, oh, but stop! It, this is just you know. This is a, a, again. It's like uh, one once again. You know, like you have this powerful alien being who wants to test humanity or whatever. I mean, aren't we seeing this same crap with Picard season two? Didn't we see this with uh, you? Not like several- you. But I don't like Picard you. season. Two. It's all it's all Kurtzman Trek. It's all Paramount Plus, which I'm oh, not Lord. paying for. I'm not I, paying for any of that. How do you know but you don't it, like it? Because I don't, it, <laughs> you haven't watched it. I've seen episode one, liked it. I saw Brad, season one, I liked it. Brad, Brad, I think a long time ago we decided that your threshold for good taste was very, very. That's why low. I have you as you a like, friend. It's low, like low standards. No, I'm just you kidding. like any you like any damn thing. I do not. I'm getting pickier. You really, you really do. On Facebook, I I I, I couldn't count the number of times what uh, with, with with a with a with a you know with like an algebra calculator. Right, the kind of calculator they use at NASA. I couldn't take one of those and figure how out how many times, how many times, uh, on your Facebook page you said, "I like it." I give it about a B. <laughs> That's going to go on your tombstone. I give it a B, Brad Douglas. Oh. Hornacek says Jr. should move to Canada so he can get Alex Kurtman's stuff free. <laughs> no, I would Jr. I mean, like I, Kurtzman is, is it's cancer for Trek. Him and oh, Horky both. I like it. All right, Web of Spider-Man number twelve. Mary oh, Jane. We're gonna, we're gonna do. Oh, we're gonna go to Web right away. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, we're I got it queued up in the images. Peter. All right, Peter well, Parker. I, actually, you're not uh, a sleep tiger because mesmerizing Mary Jane is gonna drag you out of your room and make you have some fun tonight, even if it kills me. And then Frank Castle's behind the door. It looks like. 
Well, not quite. Not quite. Okay. It's just a B great hitman. But actually, this story starts uh, in issue number 11, okay. uh, which uh, actually is a, a pretty, uh, pretty cool cover. Uh, Web of Spider Man wasn't good for much, <laughs> uh, but uh, it did have some good covers, uh, as well as Spectacular did in its day. But uh, anyway, this story all starts where Peter Parker is going to the, he goes to a Korean laundromat to, uh, clean a Spider-Man costume and these punks get come in to rob the place and uh, make some moves on this young Korean lady. Well, you know, Peter Parker, man of responsibility is not going to let them get away with that, but he can't change Spider-Man obviously. So he pretends like he's got karate and uh, he, uh, you know, he sends the, he sends the hoods, he sends the hoods packing. All right. So, well, unfortunately this turns into a situation uh, out that, that grows further and further further out of his control uh because this is new york you know and of course you know even though new york had a reprieve there for a while when it was turned into uh uh, it was turned into an urban disneyland uh Mm -hmm. but now the good old days are back the good old days are back and crime is running rampant uh and the city fathers are sitting there uh, diddling and twiddling um so but anyway this was like in 1980 what what, brad just shook his head in disgust why (laughs) Dwindling and twiddling. I've, I've never, that, that sounds like a vaudeville act. Go yeah. ahead. You know, so, so anyway, we're back to the good old, you know, this is 86. So, you know, crime is still, I don't know if, I don't know if Disney has re, has bought and remade Times Square or not, but anyway, oh, I think this is just after the, 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 the great theater massacre too. But anyway, I think mm. that happened at 82 or 83. Um, when, you know, anyway, so then, you know, in one particular building, everyone's getting together thinking, you know, what are we going to do about this rise in crime? How are we going to protect ourselves? And somebody says, just, hey, what about that guy, Peter Parker? He's a real inspiration. You know, we, we should be like be like him. And they said, yeah, let's have a Peter Parker day and let's organize into a lot of citizens groups and we'll call them Peter Parker patrols. <laughs> of course, this is the last thing. He wanted. Well, anyway, so we go to the, you know, the three scumbags that he chased off, you know, and they're right now they're enjoying a, uh, enjoying fast food after stealing some social security checks from old ladies, which is one reason why the social security administration stopped issuing paper checks, boys mm. and girls. So, but, you know, of course, you know, punks being punks, you know, they feel entitled to, you know, steal and rob and things like that. And, um, so they're bitching and moaning because now, uh, you know, the, the, the citizens patrols are, are, you know, stepping up and, and of course, Peter David decides to make a comment about gentrification because for some reason, Peter David spends these two issues actually trying to make these punks somewhat sympathetic. Why waste your time, Peter? They're all going to be dead from, from overdoses by the age of 25 anyway. Um, <laughs> what so- grief. Woo. Woo-hoo. Ladies oh, and gentlemen, right. Jr. the Punisher up here. My goodness, All right. I mean he's not wrong at this point in New York history. That's, that's that's pretty much how it went Good down. Lord, right. go ahead. So, um, anyway, we find out that uh, the leader of these bang, this gang of toughs, Reno, you know, which I guess it was. Uh, I guess if uh, he was born a little farther south, he'd be called Carson City. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> God uh, damn. <laughs> Or actually north, because I think Carson City is the capital. But anyway, I, I, I'm not familiar with my Nevada geography. Uh, well, we find out that that, that 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 Reno has a hitman brother by the name of Hector, you know, and of course he he admires this guy. You know, it's like, uh, you know, my brother's a scumbag, you know, why not follow in his footsteps? So and then we find out that one of the other punks is getting crap beat out of him by his dad because he's a thief. 
good old dad, you know, never, you know, never, uh, the, the, the one form of justice that's hard to escape is dad's belt, you know? And, uh, but of course, you know, he goes back to his game. He has to talk tough, you know? Um, but, uh, Reno Williams, no, not the destroyer. Harness, like, not, the, not the destroyer. Um, you know, which was actually apparently a fairly popular series of books, which was turned into one really crap fest movie starring Fred Ward and Joel Gray. Joel yeah. Gray, the money from the, the money from Wicked Residuals had run out, so he was appearing in Remo Williams. Father anyway, of Jennifer Gray. Oh, yeah, that's to, right. Who was married in real life to uh, Phil Agent Colton from Jail. Yeah. And yeah, they was, had a divorce. It, it, Are they? It was, mm-hmm. uh, which is funny that uh, I don't want to get into that. Uh, you know, they had the time of their life until I was. Uh, God damn. <laughs> I've had the time I mean, of my life. So, so anyway, until the, uh, the divorce papers came on through. <laughs> anyway, so these punks are still mad at Peter, yep. you know, uh, and and so they decide to put rats in his fridge. And uh, well, so he, here's the thing: Peter doesn't know what to do right now. I mean, it's like really what any normal person would do is he would find them and he would break every single bone in their bodies, which mm-hmm. is what he should have done. You know, uh, but he doesn't do that because he's got, so he's kind of misguided. I don't know what it is, but anyway, so he goes to flash. He says, flash, how do I deal with bullies? You were a bully. And of course, flash, you know, says, oh, I was never a bully. You were an asshole. And because you were an asshole, I had to pick on you. So, you know, thanks flash for that uh, marvelous bit of advice, you know, and, you know, flash tries to explain how Peter acted like a jerk and, you know, and had everything, all the and he had coming to him because oh Liz threw him, herself at you and you ignored her. You didn't go to any of the parties or dances or whatever. And Peter should have said no because you guys are a bunch of assholes and I didn't want to hang out with you. Uh, but that's not what he says. So and then Flash says something incredibly stupid. Well, nine times out of ten, a bully is just wants to be your friend, which is bullshit. Uh, you know. And uh, you know, Peter said, "What do you do for the tenth time?" And then Flash said, "Kick his head in." Which actually is, you know, I was about to say, has anybody, did anybody see uh, uh, True Detective season two with Colin Farrell? No. Uh, it was not too bad. But, no. Huh? I like awful. season one. Hated. Season one is fantastic. Season, Hated season, season two. It didn't, I stopped after that. Season two is a war crime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, fortunately, there's one great scene with Car- how, Colin, how Colin Farrell deals with bullies. So, mm-hmm. uh, and it involves, it involves uh, brass knuckles uh, and threatening to kill his mother and, and things of that nature. So anyway, so Peter comes back, you know, to and he finds out now that they've, they've, they've set his apartment on fire um, because he, uh, he, he, uh, you know, uh, oh, what, is this where Spider-Man came in and threatened him yet? Yeah, Spider-Man, he decides to threaten him as Spider-Man. But <laughs> again, they're so stupid, they don't realize that, uh, you know, Spider-Man is actually capable of breaking every bone in their bodies. Um, but uh, so, but they still decide to threaten Peter. Um, that leads us into issue 12. Okay. Oh, here, let me, let me get the, uh, let me get the fire thing. There's Sp- Peter's uh, Chelsea apartment on fire. I love that apartment. I, you know, are you there? No, but uh, that's one thing I liked about the eighties. You knew what was in his apartment, what his apartment looked like. Uh, now he shared it with, uh, Fred and you, you don't really know what his apartment looks like now. There used to be designs. They used to have, it looks like a, uh, architect drew up what Peter Parker's rooms look like. I, mm-hmm. You guys remember that? Where, stuff in the where was his, yeah, wa- where was his would, washing machine, Brad? No, he shared it with Miss Muggins. The whole whole uh, 
Very good about to say he's living in an apartment in New York. He doesn't have a washer and dryer. (laughs) There you go. He probably this probably something that they share. Yeah, you probably wash him in the bathtub and hang him out to dry, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, haven't you seen? Haven't you seen West Side Story and all those things about New York? People are hanging their laundry from. Yeah, remember Candy, Randy, and Bambi were up on the roof, and he used to they used to hang up their clothes up on the roof. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Now we go to yeah. issue 12 of web to finish. Well, the story up. Harry in the frozen wasn't flash abused by his father. And that's why he bullied Peter. And then Hornacek says, I don't think they come up with that part yet. Well, but then again, who cares? You know, my dad was mean to me, so I'm going to be, you know, yeah, that makes it, that makes it right. Just because your old man was an asshole. That means you got to go be the assholes to other people. I'm sorry. Don't buy it. But anyway, um, law and order. Poor the, oh <laughs> man. Look at poor Peter's pad. Oh, Anyway, so Peter's, you know, uh, in the midst of his, uh, you know, ruined apartment, and uh, he's about at the end of his rope. But uh, this uh, Reno, you know, uh, goes back home and finds his uh, hitman brother there and says, I want you to hit Spider-Man for me. (laughs) And, of course, Hector uh, pretty well tells him what a stupid-ass idea that that is. Peter, of, of course, you know, it gets a call from, uh, I believe it's the globe. You know, they want to, they want to do a story about him because they want to embarrass old JJJ. Peter doesn't want anything to do about anything to do with it until they offer him a thousand dollars. And then he shows up and takes a picture of the pretty good girl, pretty girl. Of course, the, you know, the bugle, Robbie, uh, Robbie really hates that Peter has done has become a, you know, he, he says he thinks he thinks that Peter was irresponsible for taking out those goons because, you know, he disapproves of vigilantism and that people will follow Peter's example and they'll be, you know, and they'll do dumb and dangerous things and things of that nature, which, you know, of course, nowadays you can't do anything with, uh, bar- you know, even if people rob your house or even if people come to a store and, and point their gun in your face uh, and try to rob you, you can't do anything back. They'll sue you. The families will sue you. Oh, just because, in fact, I think there's a story I read recently, you know, you know, this clerk blew some punk away or whatever. And it's, oh, he had no reason to shoot and kill him. I mean, just because he was pointing that gun in that guy's face. But anyway, I digress. Um, so <laughs> I like, I like how you say, but I digress while we're reviewing uh peter david issue yeah <laughs> nice, uh, nice. Uh, old comic buyer's guide reference of his article in the back he used to read it every week so peter decides to just you know go through the system uh and uh set, and i person and identify the punks you know said yeah these are the guys that uh these are the guys that attacked that korean girl these are the guys that are you know messing with my apartment or whatever well the korean girl doesn't want to testify peter says he'll testify no big deal well of course they so they go to jail but uncle hector bails them out uh but and then uncle hector decides that he's going to hit peter parker um and it so happens that so he gets there and he's waiting for Peter, but then Mary Jane decides to show up. Uh, and finally, it all, you know, it turns out that, uh, you know, Reno uh, gets a case of cold feet and he realizes he really doesn't want Uncle Hector to kill Peter Parker. Uh, so they run to the apartment too. Um, you know, Spider-Man, Mary Jane, the punks, Hector, they're all there. Spider-Man takes Hector down. The cops come, take him away. And Peter decides to forgive the punks and not press charges against them. Uh, and then everybody winds up hating Peter. You know, the district attorney's mad at him because he no longer wants to press charges. The community with the Peter Parker patrols disband the patrols because they're all mad at him because, you know, he didn't do the, he didn't do the right thing. And poor Peter, the last panel, 
you know, what is he going to do? He's, I guess he'll just have to go find comfort in Mary Jane's arms. <sighs> the end. The end. All right. Was that a good issue? The two issues? Well, it, 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 Peter David, I mean, Peter David is a good writer. You, mm-hmm. usually, every, usually when he writes Spider-Man, it's readable. And he brings up a good point of what do you do when you're Spider-Man and you're you're being harassed as Peter mm-hmm. by a bunch of, you know, you're Spider-Man. You can't kill them. They deserve it, but you can't kill them. So what do you do about them? And they don't have any sense. You can't threaten them because they're too stupid, you know, to they're too stupid to say, oh, yeah, this probably is not like Chris Rock would say, you know, they're too stupid to realize they're just ignorant, you know, Mm. Um, but if this if this is if this is an issue of Punisher, it's told in one issue and it goes very differently. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, Merry Christmas. All right, we got one issue left, Jr. Yes, yes, Christmas yes. And, issue, and you better not, better not pout, and you better not cry as I go through this one, Brad. No matter how no long, no problem. It takes. All right, you got well, fourteen minutes. <laughs> this is a Christmas issue. In fact, yeah. I am um, trying to. I was about to say, I don't think I have to. I, I'm trying to see who the artist was on this. Okay, a guy by the name of Mark Beecham. Mm-hmm. did pencils and the reason i bring that up is because well the story starts out with a, it's a mundane you know uh, a purse snatcher whatever and uh spider-man you know catches the guy and on page three i was just thinking man that is a really good really good drawing of spider-man in the black costume i, I mean I, a minute I, i'll get it i'll get yeah. it yeah hmm. page three. Oh, you, mean, when the guy's upside down that Peter one experiments upside down. I mean, just, you know, just the way that just the, the, yeah. the he, he one, how he looks spidery one, he looks yeah. spidery, but then just, you know, the definition, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the muscles and, you know, the, the, the black costume, I, you know, it, it, in a way it's a shame that it became venom because I always liked the black costume. Oh, he, I mean, comes I, back. he wears it every now and then. Well, like, he only wears he only wears it when he wants to, when he want, well when he wants to appear in an overlong Jade Michael Straczynski story, or if he uh, wants to be a, if he wants to act like a little emo uh, bitch crybaby. Yeah. So when when has he done that recently? By the way, I mean, trying to think. Well, actually, yeah, when he sold out his marriage to Mephisto, right? The guy we talked about in Amazing Spider-Man number two seventy four. Uh, anyway, I just I, I've just always liked the black costume, and I think you know, uh, in, yeah, in, I have too particularly with uh, some of the artists that were in web and sp- uh, spectacular Bruce, Bruce, <laughs> Bruce never liked the black costume. Bru- <laughs> also, Hornacek oh, okay. is complaining Bru- that Bru- there's a smoke. Somebody's smoking on the cover. Oh yeah, Santa's smoking. Santa's That's right. Well, snake. I guess this is before Joe Casada got in, and yeah, yeah. he took yeah. care of that. He <laughs> took, and as I, I, and, and to this day, it's like I'll be watching him, watching him, watching something with my wife on TV, and it'll go like warning, sex, violence, massacre, smoking. You know, <laughs> <laughs> there was uh, there was something like that, and I don't. It's like an upcoming movie or something, but they went out of their way. Uh, the star playing them went out of their way to, you know, to say, oh, but he's not going to be smoking. And it, it's a character that like routinely kills people. I, and I was like, and I can't remember what it was. And I just mentioned it the other day to somebody and it's driving me nuts now because I can't remember what it was. But I'm like, dude, really, if you if you, if you got a film and you're killing people left and right is smoking. And, and is that really the you know, you've got people getting shot left and right. You got people doing it probably like, you know, like every other scene. But smoking's where you draw the line. Mm. 
You know, I just don't, I just don't get it. Well, you know, our, we've got a whole lot of people in society who need real things to worry about. Um, but <laughs> anyway, so, um, so Peter, you know, catches this guy and he starts giving a song, a sob story about, well, his mom's got cancer of the clavicle or something. And of course, Everybody knows the class. <laughs> That's the the bone here. You know, he's just you know BSing and it's, uh, the collarbone. Yeah, and Spider Man is just too weary to put up with this crap, so he just swings away. And uh, you know, because the lady who he mugged, she's going to come and uh, she's going to press charges, right? Well, he gives the bird the the robber gives her this sob story, and and she lets him go. Then she notices that her watch is gone. So serves you right. Well. Peter, I mean, this is the holidays and Peter's, you know, he's in one of those moods, you know, they always say the holidays are hard on people, you know, particularly people who have, you know, depression or things like that. So Peter say, man, I'm going to be all alone on Christmas. Nobody loves me. Uh, you know, Joey Mercado comes in and gives him a big kiss under the, under the mistletoe, but that makes him feel, that doesn't make him feel any better. Um, but uh, so he calls Aunt May. Uh, but then he hangs up on Aunt May before Aunt May can invite him for Christmas dinner. Uh, Robbie, you know, says, hey, Peter, you know, and says, Randy, I'm going to have Christmas dinner. Randy's coming home. Maybe good to see Randy. You know, he's coming home from college, you know, and Peter says, oh, well, that's great, Robbie. See ya. And just as Robbie's about to invite Peter for Christmas dinner, Peter's already gone. So, you know, nothing, uh, nothing's going to lift his, uh, lift him out of his mood. Yeah. And then. Then we have a page, which actually is a subplot for another story, which doesn't, which is not relevant for this one. Uh, but then the, we, we catch the, cause yeah, I think it's like the kid with powers or whatever. And mm-hmm. then shield comes to kill him. Later. Shield, yeah. That, that's a crazy story. Um, but anyway, the, the next page then is Santa Claus. Bambi is taking her son. Bambi of Randy Kennedy and Bambi fame is taking her son to see Santa Claus. Well, of course, this Santa Claus is a little bit larcenous, you know, and it's just like, where you live, little boy? So, but, but he's not, he's not interested in the little boy for that particular reason. He's just interested in the little boy because he wants to go rob the apartment that yeah. he's living in. So Peter says, man, I'm, you know, I, 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 you know what? Harry hasn't completely gone off the deep end yet and, and uh, wanted to kill me. That's not until child within and then yeah. issues, and issues number 189 and 100 and 200, which will be discussed in the May spider history by popular demand, of yeah. course. So, uh, because it's spider history, we listen. So, but, uh, so he calls Harry said, Harry, why don't we get together? But Harry can't hear him because, you know, raising a kid, it just yep. kind of, uh, that kind of gets in the way of all kinds of fun time. So, <laughs> and then says, boy, I really, Peter goes, I really don't want to call Mary Jane. Uh, you know, but, uh, I'm miserable. I'm alone, you know, and, uh, you know, I might as well call this hot redhead to keep me company. Uh, but, uh, you know, that doesn't go well. Uh, my, and, my goodness is a scandalous, this picture of Mary Jane. <laughs> Look at this. Wow. This artist really liked Mary Jane. Okay. I don't know where the water pressure is coming from. Cause <laughs> I, I mean, like, I can't tell is it like the cord going Like, why is the cord that long? What's yeah. happening in this panel? I was about to say, that's is a it, really, is, is she that joke? limber? You know, no, maybe no. Is it, oh, wow. is it going up? Is the cord going up to the, is the shower head up here? I, don't, I can't tell what, what's going on there. <laughs> That's why I said, what the hell's going on in this panel? I don't, I don't get it. Well, I think, well, yeah, let's see. Cause there's this big, long cord. 
I don't know. I don't want to go there. I've only got what seven minutes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, because so Mary Jane says, "Oh, well, you know, I'm going to go to. I should have told Peter I'm going to go to Aunt May's for uh, for uh, Christmas dinner. I hope May told him that he that we're having it." Uh, and Peter, then he gets a phone call, but then the the caller just hangs up on him, and it turns out it's Felicia, the black cat. You know, and so Felicia says, man, I just, my, my, I'm, my spirits are down. I need, I need to go dress up as black cat, you know, steal some things, kick some people in the butt, you know, things like that. Well, she does that. She stops these guys who, uh, um, <laughs> actual cassettes. Yep. Yep. Well, Hornacek, people are going to see things like, uh, phone booze and, you know, <laughs> everything like that. in these old issues, uh, just kind of, and, uh, video cassette recorders. I think there was a reference to a VCR. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, uh, so that's what Peter used to says, uh, VCR record Hill street blues, right? Yeah. But and see, here's the thing. This is why we have spider history because spider yeah. history is not just uh, spider history. It's American history. Because- <laughs> oh, well, laying it on thick there. Good <laughs> God. All right. No, I, don't the calling, I don't know the calling VCR is American history is, uh, <laughs> Really yeah, applicable. but we tell people, we tell all these young people. Six who are minutes. Listening, we, 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 we tell them about technology that wasn't available. True story. Uh, okay, true story. Uh, several years ago, I was dating. My I, 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 I was dating. I was dating a girl who was 18 years younger than I was. Oh, good. And she, and, she, oh, wow. and, she, and she used to say things. She used to say things to me like, tell me again about uh, like uh, rotary phones and VCRs. Is there like a statue of limitations on that kind of thing, Brad? <laughs> I just love Jerry's reaction. 18 years younger. Oh, wow. That's what he said. <laughs> no, I was just pointing out that because there was, of the gap in our ages, oh, yeah, she but- used to tease me because I was old enough to remember, you know, like, like pay phones and things like that. And she's like, tell me again about, uh, about these ancient things. George Bruce in chat says George was 23. She was five. <laughs> I said several years ago, meaning like within like the last, like five, six years or so. You- <laughs> Uh, Man, you know, four minutes. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) My daughter gave me an ultimatum that if any, if for some reason I became divorced or a widower, that I was not allowed to see anybody under 40 years old. So anyway, (laughs) so black cat goes out, you know, stops a robbery. Uh, These guys are stealing minks, you know, and so she decides to give him some old homeless ladies. Peter is really still feeling lonely. So he has a drink with his, uh, his uh, costume sitting in the chair next I to him. I loved that panel as a kid. I thought that was so cool. I remember that one. And then, of course, we get uh, the next page is Randy is uh, getting ready to meet uh, meet Dad, but Randy has a guest. Randy has a guest. Randy got married since the last time oh. that he, he saw Dad. And there it is right at the bottom, the real scandal. Mm-hmm. I think they deserve to know that you're married. And married to a white girl. No, there goes the neighborhood. Nope. Holy cow. Get Sidney Poitier on the phone. That's, oh, uh, that's Guess who's that actually, coming to dinner. That actually came up uh, not too long ago on the show. It did. Yeah. And, and, and none of us remembered it. Yeah. I'd forgotten about it. Yeah. So anyway, look, what is it? Guess who's coming to dinner? Yeah. Well, so anyway, so. It's it's Christmas, and our hero lay sleeping with Teddy in arm, a gag gift from MJ to keep him from harm. And next door to Peter was equally still, though a window now open, 
had let in a chill. And this is this is the actual not making this up. Dear Randy and Candy both snoozed in their beds while visions of Tom Selleck danced through their heads. Now, <laughs> now boys and girls, Tom Selleck was in a show called Magnum P.I. Or Blue Bloods now. Which is, yeah, that's, that's, nobody watches that. Uh, Magnum P.I. My mother watches that too. <laughs> Magnum P.I. is a cultural touchstone, you know. Two minutes. <laughs> but Bambi was restless and went, went and wino through the door. Served only to awaken our heroine more. Win through the door, I guess, not why no. Uh, the eyes go to. Uh, and then from the living room, she heard a noise and figured that Jordan was opening toys. Well, it turns out it's Robber Santa. Uh, and, of course, since Robber Santa is now in Peter's apartment building, the old spider sense goes off. And, uh, no, I didn't make it up. Unfortunately, Gary in the frozen, that was all, that was all Peter David. Um, and delivers a great line here when he confronts quote unquote Santa, there you are. I finally found you. You promised me a bike 15 years ago and you <laughs> welched you creep. That's pretty good. Uh, honest. There's every once in a while, there's a line that you would wish they would inc- incorporate in the movies. And that that's one of them. I'd love to love to, I, I'd love Andrew Garfield to deliver that one. Yeah, it'd be a good um, one. So, but, uh, well, anyway, all is well that ends well. Uh, Spider-Man catches, well, no, actually, Spider-Man doesn't capture the Santa burglar. The Santa burglar gets away and goes to the roof, but he's interrupted by somebody else. Who is it? The real Santa. <laughs> the re- yep. And, the real uh, Santa. Well, In the Marvel Universe, Santa exists. We've established this, right? Well, I mean, if Mephisto can exist, and, and why not the real Con- Santa? Convy and Bert Convy can be a supreme being, uh, I suppose. And Colossus can sit there in, in the Beyond Battle World and uh, dream of the day that Kitty Pride becomes old enough to, you know, what? I guess that Santa can exist. So, and that was another treat for Secret Wars. But anyway, so. Peter make uh, the real Santa makes a fake Santa go and give away all his uh, ill go- ill-gotten gains to the poor. Uh, also, fake Santa gives Peter a note from the real Santa that says, "Call your aunt," mm-hmm. and everybody sits there and enjoys Christmas dinner. Um, what's, what's the knife about? What's that? Well, the last panel is they're waiting. These are the guys that I think it was. Oh, Ernie Popcheck, you know Popcheck who got. Uh, he was being held up. It was a, a riff from Bernard Getz. He's being held up by these punks. He pulled out a gun and shot him. Uh, and uh, so, you know, now the punks are coming for revenge, which actually it takes place in the next issue of Spectacular Spider-Man 111, which we covered on an old uh, spider history many years. Got it. All right. So was March 1986 a good month for spider history? Uh, except for Amazing Spider-Man 274, which was a very old, tired story that had been done many, many, many times. And it was under that god-awful Secret 2's banner. Uh, you know, that other than that, I mean, we have, uh, we had uh, Peter David. And actually, I think the other three issues were Peter David. So, um, so, th- so it was three-fourths of a good yeah. I want to, I want to point two out. Two-thirds the- of a good month. One was from the prior month. That was just part one. So it was two-thirds of a good month. I want to point out again, uh, you have Mary Jane here kissing Peter at the end, you know, uh, because the marriage came out of nowhere and was so rushed and forced. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. They, they weren't, they weren't friends beforehand for years. Uh, they hadn't shared highs and lows and, 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 uh, you know, uh, joys and losses together. 
No, no, none no. of that. No, no. She just walked yeah. off the street and he said, "Hey, redheaded bimbo, I'm going to make her mine." Yet another, uh, yet another glorious '80s issue uh, that proves that uh, Brevert and Quesada were full of crap. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to. Uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you.